So the question is, what are you resisting? What are you pushing against? What are you not allowing? What are you blocking? Because you have this idea of who and what you're supposed to be. That's Oprah Winfrey. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Monday. Appreciate you tuning in with me today as we have returning speaker Oprah Winfrey back on the show. And if you've ever wanted something really bad, I mean so bad, and you've done all that you possibly could to get it, but it just looks like it's not going to happen, and you're on, let's say, the verge of just giving up, then I think you should stick around because Oprah is going to share a tip that could help you get what you want, and she's going to share her own personal story of how she made it work for her and how you can possibly make it work for you. Here's Oprah Winfrey. Enjoy. Everybody works hard. And everybody has their own dreams. There is, there was a time where I used to spend a lot of energy wanting things, wanting things. Of course, it's easy for me to say, oh, things don't define you because I got a lot of things. Things are nice. I like them. But this is what I learned. When you can surrender to the dream, you get to live in the space of the higher power. You get to live in the space that you purposefully have come to earth to claim for yourself. So around 1984, I was sitting in bed one morning, uh, Sunday morning, should have been in church, but I wasn't. I was reading the New York Times review of The Color Purple. And I thought, whoa, this sounds like a really great book. I got out of bed in my pajamas, put on my galoshes, and went to the store to get the copy of The Color Purple. I read The Color Purple in one afternoon, got, went back to the bookstore, bought every book of The Color Purple. I took the books to, to the office, and I said to everybody, y'all got to read this book. Oh, my God, you got to read this book, Color Purple. I needed a book club. I didn't have one. Uh, so I passed out the book to everybody I knew. Please, read The Color Purple, read The Color Purple. Then I start to hear somebody's going to do a movie about the color purple. But I don't know anybody in the movie business. By this time, I was on AM Chicago. I don't know anybody. I start praying to God. God, please help me find a way to get into color purple. I say, Jesus, I don't even have to have a speaking part. I will be, because I went to the movies and I saw on the movie credits, at the last credit, there's something called Best Boy. So I said, Jesus, if you just let me be best girl, that'd be all right by me. I can be best girl. I can carry the script. I can help the people with the water. I can do whatever. So I start praying for the color purple. As, as 
divine law would have it. Quincy Jones comes to Chicago and he is in Chicago for one half of a day because somebody has filed a suit against Michael Jackson claiming that Billie Jean was their lover and that's not his song. So Quincy had taken the red eye to Chicago. He was in his hotel room. He was coming out of the shower and the television in his hotel room is on AM Chicago. There sits little chubby me with my Jerry curl on AM Chicago. Quincy Jones tells Reuben Cannon, the casting agent, I think I found Sophia. So I get a call from Reuben Cannon who says, I'm calling about a movie. It's called Moonsong. Would you be interested to come and audition? And I say, I have not been praying for Moonsong. <laughs> no. I have not been playing for Moonsong. I've been praying for the color purple. He said, well, I think you should come and, and, and audition. So I go to audition. You know, movie people, they're making everything all secret. Steven Spielberg didn't want anybody to know he was doing Color Purple. So on the outside of the script, it says Moon Song. But I know all the words by heart. So when I open the script, I know this is the Color Purple Jesus. This is the Color Purple. Yes. So I auditioned for the color purple. I can't even believe it. They don't just want me to be the water girl or the best girl. They are asking me, do I want a part in the movie? Oh, that, that, I'm thinking prayer, prayer works. Prayer works. But listen to this, three months pass. Three months is a long time. I auditioned in February, March, April, May comes. I haven't heard anything. So I call Reuben Cannon. I say, Mr. Cannon, I'm sorry, sir. I haven't heard anything. I expected to hear something by now. And Reuben Cannon, African-American man, says to me, you don't call me. I call you. And I didn't call you. Do you understand that I have real actresses who have auditioned for this part? Real actresses. And he tells me who just left his office. And I went, well, okay, I'm not getting that part. So I hang up the phone and I start crying. I can't believe that God has played this trick on me. I think this is a trick. So I decide that this is because the fat has finally caught up with me. The fat has finally caught up with me. And now I must get rid of the fat in two weeks, I am going to go to a fat farm and I'm going to lose 25 pounds. I'm gonna drink a lot of green juice. I'm gonna have some cleanses and colonics. So I, I, I also was trying to make peace with it. I said, God, I don't understand. I thought it was for me. You ever had that talk with God? I, I, I thought it was for me. I thought it was for me. God, 
you let me audition with somebody named Harpo. That's my name backwards. Jesus, that was a sign. Wasn't it a sign? And then three months pass, and then, then Reuben Cannon says, real actresses have just left his office. So I start to pray on the track. I'm out on the track at the fat farm, and I am running around at the track at the fat farm. It starts to rain. Y'all know how that is but I don't even care because I am praying to God to help me to let it go. Help me let it go because now I've become obsessed with it and it's now controlling my life. I start praying, running around the track. And I keep hearing this noise and I... I can't, there's nobody on the track but me, and I'm running around the track. And I look around, and it is my thighs rubbing together. It's my thighs. My thighs are rubbing together causing this thunderous sound. There's nobody on the track. So then I really start to cry. Oh, Lord, help me. Help me let it go. Help me let it go. Help me let it go, God. Help me let it go. And you ever did this prayer where you say, okay, Lord, okay, I'm going to let it go. Then you get up and you go, well, I think I still got a little bit of it. I did. Help me let it go but I am not going to be able to see the other actress in my part. I won't be able to see it. I won't be able to see Color Purple. Just can't never see it the rest of my life. I won't be able to see it. So then I started, I don't know where it came from. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior. I surrender all. I sang and I cried. I sang and I cried and I prayed some more until I could reach the point where not only, not only will I be able to go to the movie, but I can bless the other actress. I can bless her. I can say, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you with this. I surrender all, I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. And I tell you in my greatest testimony that the instant I laid that thing down. I'm telling you, when I laid it down, when I laid it down and it didn't have me anymore, it had no control over me anymore, I didn't feel anything about it anymore. When I let it go, 
when I intentionally surrendered it to the power that was greater than I could ever know. The instant that happened, a woman comes running out of the cafeteria screaming, Ofri? Is your name Ofri? For 10 years, nobody could pronounce my name. I said, yeah. She said, somebody's on the telephone for you. He said, name Spielberg. I get to the phone. He says, I hear you're at a fat farm. I said, no, sir. This is a health retreat. He says, I'd like to see you in my office in California tomorrow. This, is, this was in Wisconsin. I was. I'd like to see you in my office. And if you lose a pound, you could lose this part. No problem do I have. I don't have no problem not losing a pound. So, honey, I packed my bags and I stopped at the Dairy Queen. I got three scoops just in case I'd lost half a pound. And the next day, I was in Steven Spielberg's office, and he said, you're hired. You're hired. You told Harpo to beat me. All my life, I had to fight. I had to fight my daddy. I had to fight my uncles. I had to fight my brothers. Girl, child ain't safe in a family man's. I ain't never thought I had to fight in my own house. I love Hoppo. God knows I do. But I kill him dead before I let him beat me. Woo! You dead son of a Miss Seeley. You keep on advising him like you do. This life be over soon. Heaven lasts always. Girl, you ought to bash Mr.'s head open and think about heaven later. <laughs> Woo! The Color Purple was a life-changing event for me because it taught me that you can dream the dream and that God can have a bigger dream. But most importantly, it taught me the power of surrender. It taught me when you've done everything you can do. You don't just have to stand. When you've prayed and cried and stood and tried some more and sacrificed and wanted and dreamed and held on and believed and got turned down and turned back and turned around, it taught me that when you've done everything you can do, surrender all. Surrender all.
because there's a bigger dream. There's a bigger dream waiting for you, just waiting for you to step into it, to step into it. Your life is big. Your life is huge. And we spend so much time wanting to be in somebody else's life. And you don't get honored. You don't get revered. You don't get celebrating wanting what somebody else has. Because that which created you, divine intelligence that dreamed you from before your ancestors ever knew they would become your ancestors, that which dreamed the seed of you wants you to know how special, how wondrous, how mysterious, how complex, how glorious, how phenomenal you are. And you get no credit messing in somebody else's territory. Or trying to have power over something you have no control. Another one of my favorite teachings is the Wizard of Oz. When the witch, Wicked Witch of the West says, go away from here because you don't have any power here, you have no power in any territory other than your own. Oh, but you are the master of that. You get to be the master of your own fate. You get to be the captain of your own soul. And if you just manage that, if you just took care of your territory, oh, the glorious, 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 wondrous, wondrous opportunities and possibilities that are waiting for you. So the question is, what are you resisting? What are you pushing against? What are you not allowing? What are you blocking? Because you have this idea of who and what you're supposed to be, instead of leaning into the dream that's already been created and waiting for you. It's waiting for you. And the second, I mean, it doesn't, it's an instant thing. It's a shift in the way you see yourself and the power from which you have come. Big thanks to Oprah Winfrey for stopping by. You can connect with her and all her amazing work by visiting her website, Oprah.com. That is also her IG. And her YouTube channel is entitled Own, which is her own network. And her latest best-selling book, which she co-authored with Dr. Bruce Perry, is entitled What Happened to You? Conversations on Trauma, Resilience, and Healing. And if you'd like to hear more talks with Oprah, you can go to the show description and look at the previous episode section where there'll be a list of all the past episodes that she's been on the show. And also in the show description will be a link to the entire talk as well as all the links to connect with her and her work. So, all right, that is it for me. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here Wednesday. So until then, stay strong. Later.